What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Kevil Bands Who's Podcast, man. Back at it again today, Thursday, April 18th. Hope all you guys are doing well. Hope all you guys are, you know, grinding, getting to the bag, and, you know, hitting the hard work, man. And one thing I forgot to mention, the other day it was Jackie Robinson Day, and I completely forgot about it. So I just want to say blessings to the legendary Jackie Robinson. I know he's not here with us anymore, any longer, but he's still a legend. He always paved the way for... Not even just African-Americans, my fellow African-Americans, but for people in general. He broke down a whole lot of barriers for sports in general, not even just baseball. And, you know, we got to appreciate people like that because they did more for humans than a lot of humans will do in their lifetime. So I just want to say that. Shout out to Jackie Robinson, man. You're a legend forever. Um, And rest peacefully. So with that being said, today I had a a lot of more time. So I decided to do a single game today. I decided to do each game. Um, The first game we had today was the Brooklyn Nets, the six-seeded Brooklyn Nets, taking on my three-seeded 76ers. Now, we did not have Joel Embiid which was a surprise to me. It didn't happen until game time. He went through his normal pregame routine. Um, he went through warm-ups, I believe, too. But I guess his knees were just hurt, or his his knee. I don't know which knee exactly it is, but I guess it was just hurting too much for him to go, so he decided to sit out the game. So we started the regular starters, which is Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, um, uh, who am I forgetting, J.J. Redick, and surprisingly I don't know why I don't want to offend him either but Brett Brown started Greg Monroe now we'll get into that in a minute let me run down the stats real quick so for my for the Nets let's do the Nets first Jared Allen uh, had 15 points two assists six rebounds one steal D'Angelo Russell had 26 points three three assists four rebounds two steals Rondé Hollis Jefferson from Arizona had 14 points three assists four rebounds one steal Spencer Dinwiddie had 15 points four rebounds and Karis LeVert had 26 points two assists seven rebounds two steals deals in one block for my 76ers uh big time performances by Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons Tobias had 29 points three assists 16 rebounds one steal Ben Simmons answered back after Jared Dudley said he was an average half court player but a great transition player uh Ben responded with a 31 point nine assist four rebounds two steals three block performance and that 31 points is a career high in the playoffs for him Jimmy Butler Jimmy Buckets my favorite player had 16 points, 7 assists, 2 rebounds, 2 steals. And J.J. Redick, finally, 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 after all these years of watching the NBA playoffs, I finally watched, I think, J.J. Redick's best playoff game. If you know me, you know I'm a hard critic on J.J. because he's such an elite shooter. And throughout the regular season, he shows that. But once he gets to the playoffs and the game gets tighter, they run him off that three-point line, and it's almost like he's non-existent. But tonight, he finally showed up for my Sixers. He had 26 points, two assists, and he shot five and nine from three. Um, and then the last but not least, the legendary Bobom, our seven-footer, had 14 points, one assist, eight rebounds, one steal, one block. Now... This game was a heavily contested game throughout the first half. Um, offensively, though, the Nets looked, uh, how should I say? They looked bad. They looked very bad. They run this little small lineup. Jared Dudley, or not? let's not talk about him right now. Um, they run this little small lineup. 
uh, usually where Jared Dudley is the five. That's what I meant to say. Um, and it did not work this time. It worked game one when they got the win. It worked a little bit game two, but they used that small ball lineup, and it was a lot of turnovers. And they had, both teams finished with 16 turnovers, which is bad. But their turnovers were more costly because they had a lot more live ball turnovers, saying that they would throw, like, dumb passes, and it would lead to easy layups for my Sixers. And then... You know, when we had turnovers, we would do dumb stuff like step out of bounds or travel or double dribble, whatever the case may be. They were throwing live ball turnovers like they just looked lazy with the ball like it was like a hot potato and they were turning over badly and it cost them. We had 16 fast break points. They only had eight. And, you know, we also had nine steals. They had six. And but, you know, offensively for us, we look very good, very good. The first half it was, or the first quarter, shall I say, it was a lot of Jimmy Butler. My boy was killing. He had a nasty move where he did a little uh, he moved his pivot foot like uh, he moved his non pivot foot like twice for a little up and under layup. That was crucial. He was cooking in the first quarter for us. Um but the Nets tried to attack Greg Monroe, and it worked for the most part in the first half. Because if you know who Greg Monroe is, he's been in the league for I don't even know how long. He's been he's definitely a vet, though. He's been in the league for probably over a decade now. His foot speed has been forever slow. He has a big, broad shoulders, big body, but his legs are skinny as hell. And his foot speed is super slow. And so the Nets, and credit to Kenny Atkinson, excuse me, the Nets head coach, they put him in a lot of ball screens and made him work. And it was paying off for him. D'Lo was getting into the lane whenever he wanted. Spencer Dinwiddie was doing whatever he wanted. And Karis LeVert, in that second quarter, he had a little, I think he scored 14 points in that second quarter alone. He was cooking. He was on fire. He was the reason the Nets stayed in this game. And he was carrying them offensively in that second quarter. He did what he had to do. Um, I believe the halftime score, we were leading by, I wanted to say, uh, I don't even remember. I'm not even going to lie to you. I don't even remember. Um... But in the third quarter, my Sixers turned it on. My Sixers proved, or my Sixers finally showed that they were the better team, that they had the better roster, and they had the better players, and they finally showed it. That third quarter, man, J.J. Redick was hot and on fire. He was so on fire. I think he had four threes alone in that third quarter. He was so on fire that the Nets had to switch from playing man-to-man to play a matchup zone. And then once they went into that matchup zone, he still hit a three from deep. And I was just happy to see him because when he's hitting shots, he completely spreads out our offense. He gets everybody more freedom to work. Ben Simmons gets freedom to work when he, when JJ's hitting shots. Jimmy Butler gets some freedom to work. Tobias gets freedom to work. And Tobias, man, he had a big-time third quarter. The best thing I like about the Sixers team is when – Brett Brown plays Jimmy Butler as the backup point guard. It's been proven effective because Jimmy is a very good decision maker. He doesn't look to score first. He looks to pass first. And that's a good thing because he can score second and he's a very good scorer. So, you know, and when he's making plays, he's at his best. And that's what I like. I like Jimmy as the backup point guard for him because he's really good like at that position. But he made a few plays to Tobias that set him up really good. They ran a couple of plays for Tobias, and he finally got out of his slump. I know he's back home. I know he's. I, I didn't even know until today that him and JJ Redick are originally from the New York area. So I guess you know they had that home cooking, like Tobias said on national TV, and they both went crazy. Tobias had a couple big time threes that you know the Nets had to call timeouts right after because they were just stuck, and JJ just had the arena gone silent. Brooklyn fans didn't know what to do. The Nets defense didn't know what to do. They had to adapt and we were just killing it in the fourth quarter it was just all all Sixers we were up by like 
I don't even like I said, I don't even remember. But in the fourth quarter, we were probably up by double digits already. And then we just put our foot on the gas. And then we ended up, like I said, the final score was 131 to 115. Some team stats. We shot 45 of 93 overall, which is 48 percent. The net shot 39 of 95, which is 41 percent. My Sixers shot 11 of 27 from three, which is 40%, which is really good as a complete team. The Nets only shot eight of 39, which is 20% from the three-point line. My Sixers shot 30 of 35 from free throw, which is 85%. The Nets shot 29 of 35, which is 82%. My Sixers out-rebounded, luckily, without Joel Embiid. We out-rebounded the Nets 54 to 43. That's plus 11. My Sixers offensively had 26 assists, while the Nets only had 12. Like I said, we already had nine steals. The Nets had six. We also have five blocks. The Nets had two. Both teams, like I said earlier, combined for 16 turnovers. Um, And the Nets had 58 points in the paint, which we got to work on for game four. The Sixers had 46 points in the paint. So it was all around good team effort, good W. Um, Game four is Saturday again in Brooklyn, like like tonight's game was. Um, hopefully we respond and get that W and go back home and wrap this series up and get ready for the next round and try and play probably the Raptors. But I can't even look that far down the line. But um, hopefully we get Embiid back, man. I'm kind of – I don't want to rant too much about it, but, man, I just feel like Embiid needs to lose just – 10 to 15 pounds and he wouldn't have all that pressure on his knees if you notice all of his little knee injuries have never been contact injuries never have they been contact injuries they've all been non-contact and yes sometimes non-contact injuries are the worst are worse than contact injuries because they can you know you can walk down the street and tear your acl but i pray that doesn't happen by the way to anybody because that's terrible but he's just having knee tightness knee soreness all he has to do is probably lose 15 pounds. He's carrying too much body weight. And that's, that's what I think is the problem is. I don't know what's wrong with the Nets. Uh, excuse me, the Nets. The Sixers, you know, training staff, no offense to them, but they got to do better because they got the Markels Fultz situation, the Zaire Smith situation. Ben Simmons was hurt his first year in the league. I don't know what's going on, but hopefully we get Embiid back for game three. Lastly, or game four, excuse me. Lastly, like I said, Jared Dudley was talking all that smack about Ben Simmons. And he played and only had one rebound, two turnovers in eight and 17 minutes. That's all we're going to talk about him. Um, And yeah, man. So like I said, game four will be Saturday and I will talk to you guys then. I mean, of course, I'll have more podcasts in between that. But as always, please like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, share and all of those other good things. I will hit you guys with two more podcasts tonight. Hope all you guys are having a beautiful and blessed night. Hope all you guys have a great Friday tomorrow. And I will talk to you guys soon. As always, one love and peace.